concerning me. Uh, once I came to Jesus. Yes, I was. I prayed about it. I wouldn't let nobody turn around. You can talk about it. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm on the Lord's side. Thank you. Don't let me back. Nobody. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Our reading this morning comes from Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. And the word of God is already blessed. At this time, Reverend Cook will be coming before you for our family prayer. Lord God. Yes. I don't ask for much, Lord God. Yes. But I ask for you just bless me. Yes. 
Lord God, thank you so much, Lord yes, God. Yes. Thank you for our church group. Thank you for our members, Lord God. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
He's able. You don't know how much he's able because he got to bring you out of some stuff. Yes. Amen. Right? Let's, let's, keep, let's keep Mother Palmer Thomas in prayer. Yes. Uh, okay? Keep her in prayer. She has a doctor's point tomorrow. We're going to make sure we keep holding up in prayer. Amen? Yes. She always holds us up in prayer. Let's hold up in some prayer. Yes. Amen? We're going to yes. do that. Make sure we hold her up in prayer. I don't, I, I never said, but you know, I, I, I'm remiss. I don't, I guess I should always, but I always say something about everybody else. You know, I really, really say anything about Deacon Lennon and Sister Lennon. Okay? They're far away, they still, that's still my deacons. And my deaconess, they still belong here, and they are very supportive of this church. Amen? They are very supportive. I don't want you to know that. The pastor don't say anything, Brother Agent, don't get any forgot about them. And I don't want them to think you think I have. They are very, very important to us, even though they're far away. They don't have to be because they're gone. Amen? But they stay in contact. Let's keep Brother Lambert in prayer. And Sister Lambert, keep, okay? Sister uh, Trace, keep her and her family in prayer. And he seems to be doing okay. And God is still in control, right? Amen. Amen. Keep our staff and the church at large in prayer. Lord, I don't want to lose my train of thought here. Amen. I just want y'all to stay faithful, no matter what. Okay. I thank y'all for praying for me in all things. I, I know that the church is praying for me and the leadership is praying for me because I know some of the stuff that I escaped from that I did not put. I'm got, got real. I'm getting better. Being I'm not putting myself in the all right, all right. I'm being a good boy. All right. Stuff I get into, the devil trying to bring it to me. But guess what? I got a hedge of protection around. Amen. I know that you're praying for me, and I thank God for that. I just want my, I just want my strength. I need my strength. And I need my help, and I, God has given me and doing that for me. And I just thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. Amen. I didn't forget that, did I, Sister, uh, Sister Ophelia? Okay, joking. Thank God for you, uh, Dr. Jenkins. I appreciate you. I love you, and Sister Jenkins. And hey, we're going to move right on along. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's offering time. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, bring your tithes and storehouse to be meeting in the house. Say, please be not a child of God. Do not open up the windows of heaven. I warn you what a blessing that you cannot receive. Amen? We know it's biblical. We know it's spiritual. We know it's a personal walk with God. We, but we also know that there's a It's a learning people. We know that it's a blessing in obedience. Amen? We don't let the devil mess with us because he can try to make our money go funny and our change go strange. We're not going to worry about that. Because we're going to call those things that are not as if they are. Amen? Amen. 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 Let me uh, go ahead and bless this offering in advance. Thank you, dear grandson. I thank God for my grandson. He just a little faithful something. Amen. 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 Let us pray and bless this offering in advance, all right? Well, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you right now for what our eyes have seen so far and our ears have heard. We thank you for this portion of the service, oh Father God, that you allow us to give back you that which you have blessed us with. Father God, right now, all of us are not in the position we need to be on what we think we should be in. But we are walking by faith and not by sight. We call those things that are not as if they are. We know that you are Jehovah Jireh. You're the Lord, our provider. Father God, you said we just are seeking first the kingdom of heaven. All other things will be added unto us. And we're doing that, Father God. So bless your people, Father God, as we get cheerfully unto you. Father God, right now, bless your people. Enlarge your territory. Come against those spirits of failure and poverty. And let, let the spirit of prosperity and success, right, Father God, good outcomes breed and grow in the lives of your people. 
bless the heads of every household represented here and those that are standing in on the line. Father God, you know, know all our circumstances and situation, and we're glad that you're still sitting on the throne. So we turn this back to you, people, Father God, sevenfold, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Father God, let us all be used the benefit of the in your kingdom. And when given days are over now, his sins are placed anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say amen, 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 amen. and amen. amen. Uh, churches stand up and come from the back and quiet give us some music. Sanctified as we thank you for the indwelling of your Holy Spirit. 
help us to recognize that when we are regenerated and born again, that we are set apart, we are sanctified, but that's not the end of the process. Help us to recognize that we are sanctified, but we are being sanctified, and we look forward to the ultimate sanctification in the glorification. Help us to have the mindset that Paul said as we uh, carry our own cross, that we suffer, uh, that these are but light afflictions in comparison to the glory that awaits us. Keep us and guide us. Touch our ears, our minds, and our hearts. Anoint the tongue and the heart of our shepherd that he might proclaim your word and that we might realize what James said that our hearing might not just be from our ears, but our heart receive your glory and your sanctification. Father God, we ask that not only do you uh, reveal yourself to our shepherd in greater measures, that you would cleanse us all, that we might, uh, as David said, uh, remove us from the way of lying, help us to grasp reality and move forward to the plan you have sent before us. Keep us and guide us and lead us to the everlasting. Keep us humble. Help us not to exalt ourselves, but humble ourselves that you might lift us up. Oh God, thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for what you're doing. But help us recognize there is still room at the cross. Keep us lead us to that way of everlasting. This we pray in Jesus' name. As we cleanse, as we repent, as we move to the way of righteousness, help us to be strong in the Lord by the power of your might. Help us as a family in the house of God
Save a seat for me. Yeah. Turn your Bibles with me. The Gospel comes St. John chapter 20.
and excuses that people use not to come to church. They're mad with the pastor, or they're mad with some deacon, or they are just upset for a decision that was made, or that has been made in the church. They just don't like it. Or they just don't like the people. Or they just don't like the location. And people who don't come to church, don't come to church just because they don't want to come to church. They just don't feel like coming to church. They'll come up with all kinds of excuses, all kinds of reasons for why they won't show up. That is what the world does. But we Christians are not ever intentionally miss church. Because there are some things that happen at church when you are not there at one time that can never be duplicated. Can you walk me through the text a little bit? Jesus is risen from the dead. The crucifixion has taken place, y'all, on Calvary's mountain. He has shed his blood for the sins of the world. And he died just like he said he would. Didn't he die? And then he said, if you destroy this temple in three days, I will raise it up again. And here it is, the third day. And Thomas, whose name is Didymus, who is that twin, he is one of the disciples. All of the other disciples are in the room with the door shut. But Thomas is not there. Thomas is absent from the assembly. Thomas is nowhere to be found on this Sunday day because of being discouraged perhaps or disappointed or downcast because his expectations have not been met. Sound familiar? He thought really and truly that Jesus was the Messiah. But the last time he heard from his Messiah, he had been crucified on a Roman cross. He died, but Thomas does not know that Jesus is risen indeed. Jesus is alive. Jesus is out of the grave. Jesus is walking around in the flesh, and one of his own disciples decides not to show up to church that day. They are in a room, y'all, with the doors shut. Watch this. The Bible says Jesus just shows up. He can do that. Here's one of the first things of six things I'm going to let you know why you shouldn't miss church. Number one, when you miss church, you miss the presence of the Lord. Because nothing can keep him out. I don't think I got it over you. Nothing, no room, no doors can keep Jesus out. Because they are in fear of their lives because if they crucify Jesus, they're coming after us too. But Jesus doesn't need a key to get in the door, Deacon Frillo. Yeah. Jesus does not even use, need to use a handle, and he does not. He just walks through the door. Because whenever he gets ready to show up, there's no barrier, no wall, no barricade that can keep him out. Thank God that when you come to church and you show up, you encounter 
the presence of the Lord. Don't matter that the pastor is there, Jesus is there. It don't matter if the choir shows up or someone in the choir doesn't show up, Jesus is there. Doesn't matter if an usher, him or her, are on their post. Don't worry about it. Jesus is present. It is his assembly. I mean it. Hey, it's his house. It's his day. When he shows up, his presence makes a difference. Are y'all with me? His presence makes a difference between a church and a crowd. His presence is the difference between a church and a social club. I don't want to go to church if the Lord Jesus is not present. Because his presence makes the difference. He does not stop with the doors being locked. Listen, in Jerusalem, even if you lock your mind and lock your heart, if he wants to get in y'all, he knows how to get into your mind and your heart. Oh yeah, Jesus knows how to send enough trouble to make you open your heart. He knows how to allow enough barriers to come, come in your life to make you want to notice and let him in. Losing your job will let Jesus in. Losing your house will let Jesus in. Losing your husband or your wife will let Jesus in. Are y'all with me? No barriers can stop him from walking in. And let me say to someone here right in this church this morning, right on the side of my voice. If every Sunday you get on the broadcast, or every Sunday you come into the sanctuary and you never open your mouth or move, and never give God praise, he knows how to walk through your situation and get you to praise his name. Because enough tears, enough tears will make you say hallelujah. Being broke long enough will make you praise the Lord. Being sick long enough will make you give God the glory. His presence is the difference, y'all, between a church and a crowd. When you miss church, yeah, you miss his presence. Not only do you miss his presence, Sister Frodo, but you miss his power. Number two, you miss his power. It is right here in verse number nine, if you think I'm not in the book. The same day at evening, between the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were, Jesus stood up in the midst. Yeah, no power on earth can keep Jesus down. They crucified him on the cross, but he got up from the dead because he has power. I need to have somebody here this morning to understand. Jesus has all power and authority. When you recognize who he is, his presence and his power, it changes how you worship. Are y'all with me? It changes how you give God the praise. It reorders your priorities. Can I get a witness in here? It'll reorder your priority when he allows, because of his power and authority, things to happen in your life. He will get you to correct your priorities. When you know that whatever you need, God's got the power, it won't be perhaps until you can't do nothing for yourself that you will realize, if the Lord do not do it or do not help me, then I will not be able to be helped. All things are possible with God. I said all things are possible with God. He has all the power. When you miss church, you miss his presence, 
When you miss church, you miss his power. But when you miss church thirdly, you miss his peace. That's right. You miss his peace. It's right here in verse 19. He came in the room without opening the door. That's his presence. Jesus stood up in the midst of them after being crucified. That was his power. And the first thing he says to them, Deacon Pharaoh, is this. He says, be, peace be unto you. You know when you miss church, the very answer you were looking for, maybe in the sermon you missed, maybe God put some peace in the voice of the preacher that you would get through the message that you missed, even if you're home listening, because if you ain't paying attention, you can miss that one, what? You will miss that one thing you should have heard. Amen, amen. Why did you miss it? You missed the message, you missed the, missed the word God had because you mad at somebody. Because you're just being lazy. You just want to be home. Don't feel like putting on no clothes. Wherever you want to be. But not in the presence and in the power of God. And because of that, you miss his godly peace. Listen, brothers and sisters. When my soul is weary, I'm to, I can testify. When my soul is weary, D.D. Johnson, I need his peace. When I can't sleep at night, I need the peace of God. That surpasses all understanding. I need a peace that when I show up on my job, that they won't know why I'm smiling. When I and they both know I'm scheduled to be fired the next day. When your friends don't know why, you are still talking to them as bad as they talk about you. Because see, on the inside, you got something they can't understand and they can't see. It's his peace that you have. You got peace that surpasses all understanding. Not like the world gives, Jesus said, but this joy, this peace that I have, the world can give to you, and the world cannot take it away. Listen, without God, money will buy you some food, but it won't buy you an appetite. Without God, money will buy you medicine, but it will not give you good health. Without God, it will buy you a house. Money will buy you a house, but it will not buy you a home. Without God, money will God buy you a wedding, but not a real marriage. Because God has to put peace into your situation to make whatever or whoever you put your hands on make sense for you to even be with. You ever wonder why some people ride in a hoopie and it don't matter to them? And they're just as happy as a clam? Y'all know why? Because their sense of somebodyness does not come from your public opinion or what type of car they drive. Because they got a peace that's surpassing all understanding. Are y'all in with me? You don't even know when to shout. Dude. They gotta just miss that shout. You just missed it because if you understood what peace will do for you, you don't have to line up to the statistics and the, and the, the totality thinking of some people. Some folks are happy riding on the bus. They, they all right with it. They ride. They all right with it. Sitting in an apartment, one bedroom apartment, all by themselves, because they are not wrapped up in self. They're not. They do not. Um, they don't take their worth on what you think of what they have. Here's what I want you to do. I know you're living good. I know you're balling. You shot calling. Y'all got it going on. Got a whole lot of money. You've been to college, got your degree, got money in the bank. I'm not sweating, I know I'm upset with you about it. I know you got it like that. But guess what? I ain't like that, I ain't like y'all. But I know one thing, I will not fret myself because of evildoers. The 
Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? You're worried about stuff that you should not even be worried about. Peace be unto you, Jesus said. When you miss church, you miss his presence. When you miss church, you miss his power. When you miss church, you miss his peace. But in verse 20, y'all, look at the book. When you miss church, you miss his praises. That's right. It's right here. Somebody hold me because I'm getting ready to shout all by myself up in here. You miss his praises when you miss church. If you don't come to church, here's what happens. When Jesus walked into the assembly, he walked in, he had his presence, he stood in the midst. That showed his power. The grave can't touch me. Y'all with me? And now... Jesus want to show, he, he want to show, he want to show, I, I, I gave you something to, to, to be thankful for. He shows them his hands. Yeah, yeah. He shows them the wound on his side. Yeah. When his disciples recognize who Jesus is from the wounds, they get happy and, they, and the Bible says they are glad. You can't praise God unless you get glad, y'all. Yeah. A glad heart, a merry heart makes your soul prosper. Yeah. Makes you smile, makes you feel better because something glad is going on on the inside of you. I think you're not being, you're not being a glad Christian if you can't get happy all by yourself because you want to please everybody, you want to make everybody like you, you want to make sure that you shake hands with the right people, network with the right group so you can get and achieve what you want to achieve because they because they don't know who you really are. But if you're trying to just hook up. You're trying to go up and you're trying to make sure that everybody who's supposed to be like you, likes you for you to get where you need to go. But I'm going to let you know, I'm not worried about it because if God is on my side, yeah. are y'all with me? Yeah. I, ain't got, I, I don't have enough energy, Lady Jenny, for all that networking and work. I can't keep up with y'all. No. When praises go up, blessings will come down. Whatever you want from God, just stop praising Him like you already have it. Walk in that which you are asking God to do for you. If God said he called you to do something, start walking in it. If he said he's going to bring something to your life, start living it out. I wish I had somebody to shout back at me. That's all right. God said that. I've already blessed you. You haven't seen it yet, but you need to start walking like it's already happened. When you miss church, yeah, you miss his presence. When you miss church, you miss his power. When you miss church, you miss his peace. When you miss church, it praises. But right here in verse 21, right here in verse 21, you miss his promotion. It's right here. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. Watch this. As my Father has sent me, am I in the book? Even so send I you. Jesus said, when I'm in the world, that's what I want you to be. But you can't be that if you miss my presence. You can't be that if you miss my power. You can't be like me if you miss my peace. You can't be like me if you don't know how to praise me. You don't see my praises. He can't send you if you can't open your mouth. Some of you will never get it because the world has taught you to keep cool. Keep cool. Look, I, nothing's wrong with me. I'm okay. The world has taught you how to be disinterested in worship. The world has taught us how to just chill and relax in the presence of God. If you're doing God some kind of favor by showing up here every morning on Sunday morning, and you, we're not doing God a favor right. by showing up here this morning. Because if you if we don't praise him, he's going to be praised. 
when Jesus was coming in, Deacon Johnson riding on an ass coat, they were shouting Hosanna, and the Pharisees said, make your people to shut up. Jesus said, if these should hold their peace, the rocks will cry out. Have I got a witness that I don't want no rock crying out and getting the praise for me? Can I get a witness here? Because I got a story to tell. I have a shout and a praise to get out that I need to get out. Too many of us keep quiet when we ought to speak, and we speak when we ought to be keeping quiet. Even send I you, he said, just like the Father sent me. And that's what the book said? God, God. That, it says, got to be me. That's bad English, but listen to this. I know you're going to talk about me after church because pastor was saying some bad grammar up in here. But Jesus literally says, calling the world and be me. Be like me. At the school, be like me. At your job, be like me. He said, in your neighborhoods, in your family, be like me. But you got to get my presence. You got to get my power. You got to get my peace. You got to have my praise right. Or you'll miss my promotion. And one of the most dangerous people in the world, especially at the church, are people who promote themselves. And God ain't got his hand on nothing. You can tell people who God don't have a hand on. I say you can tell people who God don't have a hand on. They always are self-promoters. When you miss church, you miss his presence. You miss his power. You miss his peace. You miss his praises, and then you definitely are going to miss his promotion. But lastly, so I can get up out of y'all way, lastly, if you don't come to church, you miss his provisions. Are y'all hearing me? You miss his provision. It's right here in verse 22 and 23. And when he said, I like the word, he said, breathe on me. God breathed, Jesus breathed on them. Are y'all hearing me? Lord, I'm going to say, I want God to breathe on me. Are y'all hearing me? Lord, breathe on my daughter. Breathe on my grandson. Breathe on my house. Breathe on my brothers and sisters. Breathe on my health. Breathe on my mind. Breathe on my spiritual level that I am in you. Breathe on my energy so I can't get tired of doing the work that you call me to do. Just breathe on me. When God breathes on you, if you dare, it puts new life into you. Did y'all hear what I'm saying to you? This is not the first time he has done this in the text. In the book of Genesis, in the book of beginning, it said that God reached down into the mud and formed man in his own image. He said, let us make man in our own image. Then in the text, if I'm not right, Dr. Jenkins, correct pastor, he said that after he formed man out of the dust of the ground, he breathed into him and man became a living soul. That lets me know if I encounter and come, I get stuck in a dead situation. If I got God continually breathing on me, yeah. it ain't gonna stay dead long. Right. Y'all hear what I'm saying to you? So yes, I don't deserve it, but breathe on me, Lord. On, I don't deserve it. I messed up yesterday, Lord, but continue to breathe on me, Lord. Yeah. Lord, I don't always think right and, and treat my brothers and sisters right, but breathe on me, Lord. Yeah. Continue to breathe on my life because if you breathe on my life, I start to think more and more like you. Come here, Brother Paul. Paul said that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Out of my mind will become transformed if God continues to breathe on me. See, if you can continue to forsake the settling of us 
together, what happens is you get starved spiritually for something. You're dying. You're getting some stuff, but you're lacking the main ingredient. Paul said, we all like stone fitted and joined together. We need one another, y'all. Y'all ain't hearing me. Ah. Breathe on me, Lord. If you breathe on me, everything will be just all right. So why? Do we miss church? We ain't missing church. Uh-uh. I look forward to church. I start getting ready for church. After I go home and go to sleep away back up again. I start getting ready to come back to church, Bible study, whatever's going on, because I, I, I got to have it. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. All my life, all I want to do is church. Can I get a witness here? Even when I was not in church, Dr. Jenkins, I was out there acting like I was a man all on my own, or running the streets, hanging out in the clubs, Lily Jenkins. I used to close the club down. You better than close to call me the disco king. I used to close it down. Even when I was out there, I still had this thing in me. I, I had to get to church on Sunday. Right. It didn't feel right. I could come from the club on Saturday and come back to the church. I'd be in all the way across the water in Germany, but I had to find a church. All right. All right. Raise a child up in the way he should go. Yes. If he would apart, he would never leave it. All right. Don't forsake yourself to start assembling together. There's so much we miss. What we don't do. Maybe I can get every Sunday, but you need to get up, get together so you can get that fellowship. Yeah. So you can feel the presence of the Lord. And God got a way of moving amongst his people. Yes. Yes, he got a way of moving amongst the sin of his people when the praise is going on. Because everybody here don't feel like praising God. Mm -hmm. But when the worship going on, guess what? I found out and I know I'm a living witness. Depression and worship cannot hang out in the same room. All right. Y'all with me? Throwing in the towel thinking cannot hang out in the same room with a worship. Y'all hear me say to you? It's some of the presence of the Lord that stirs a foul and malignant spirits. You got to remember that people of God. I close and remind you of this. Jesus came out the boat in the Gadara, on the coast of Gadara. And the demonic was there. Jesus was not going on the coast to mess with the demonic. He was over there in the graveyard doing his thing, hollering, screaming, cutting himself. All he saw was Jesus show up in the situation. All right. Jesus didn't say nothing to him. Immediately the spirit said to him, Jesus, thou son of David, what are we to do with you? Jesus ain't saying nothing to you. But when the presence of the Lord come into an evil situation, <laughs> evil spirits can't hang out in the presence of the Lord. Are y'all with me? So if you come in here and you got something riding your back, whatever that monkey is, that monkey will have to turn the news after a while. You got to get in the presence of the Lord. Can I get a witness in here? You must get in the presence of the Lord to sometimes break some situation. And has anybody here got into worship in your office all by yourself? Or while you're driving down I-95, you got a worship attend the strip. Can I get a witness in here? Don't miss church. You got to know how to bring yourself into worship. This is your refueling station.
Amen? Amen. Every now and again, I've been beat up all week long. We need to refuse, refuse. Amen? Amen. Amen? Stand to your feet. Discipleship, every summer, the Lord, the Lord, and the sound of my voice, as their Savior. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening, you can just say, Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. He'll do that. And when you accept the Lord as your personal Savior, you now become a, a member of the family of God, the sons and daughters of God, and become heirs to the promises of God. So all you have to do is say, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. You know he's still knocking at your heart right now. Someone in my voice knows. If you know the Lord is your personal Savior, you have not been faithful to him, you have not been obedient to the things he's asked you to do, I say tell you to rededicate your life to him. Because yes, you have forgotten him in everything that you tried to do and everything you attempt to do, but God has not forgotten you. I know for a fact that the Bible says he's married to the backslider. So just rededicate your life to me. He said, I'll bring you back into my family. And we'll walk down the King's Highway together. Maybe somebody on the other side of my voice is not a church home. We invite you to come apart in the Jerusalem Mission and Baptist Church. But our worship and passion in the Word of God is powerful. So we ask you right now just join with us just as you are. Is there one?
So another another year. Another year. Amen. We're still here. Amen. Oh, awesome. I'm so ready.